Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What was the worst wedding you've ever attended? In general, I feel like I've attended a lot of weddings in the past couple of months and the only sad thing is that they've been pretty bougie so weddings have been a little bit expensive. You know, I think almost all the weddings that I've attended this year have been at hotels but in general, I enjoy attending weddings. I like getting dressed up, I like looking at the bride and groom dressed up, I like hanging out with friends that I usually wouldn't because you know weddings do bring people together and I would say that I haven't attended a very bad wedding but if you've attended a particularly bad and funny wedding please send me a message on Instagram and I will share it on my stories and maybe share it at the end of the podcast on the next episode How about catering? What was the best wedding food and what was the worst wedding food you've ever eaten? And I'm going to say that most of the hotels and restaurants in Singapore have a very good standard in terms of wedding food and I am also a big fan of Ifu noodles. So what is the last thing that you'd expect to eat at a wedding? How about a little bit of cousin cannibalism? Would you expect human meat on the menu? Hi, I'm Teddy and welcome to A Briefcase. Today, we're talking about a particularly bad wedding. At this wedding, a man was killed, cooked, and served to annoying wedding guests. This is a case from the Philippines, and we're talking about the Palawan Cannibal Wedding. So we have to start with a disclaimer. In general, as an overarching statement, there aren't really cannibals in the Philippines and the people there are generally lovely, welcoming people. And the food in the Philippines, generally solid, great place to visit, amazing diving, amazing people. And like a lot of countries where it really isn't the people's fault, not so great governance, but that's a whole other episode. And you know, today cannibalism isn't really a thing. So before we start, just because there were people that did cannibalism in Philippines doesn't automatically mean that there are cannibals there, which is like saying there are more cannibals in Japan just because of Issei Sagawa, which we know isn't true. And the reason we have this big, big disclaimer is specifically because this case actually had a big impact in Palawan, which is a beautiful area that also relies on tourism, which is unfair, but also I can kind of get it. So now we need to talk about Southeast Asian weddings and I feel like in most places in Southeast Asia, weddings are a big thing and in some parts of rural Southeast Asia and the Philippines as well, when you hold a wedding, it can be an open invitation for the whole village to attend and there's a whole range to this where some places implicitly assume that you're invited and in some places they really just invite everyone. So take away big weddings. Now, this case occurs in Nara, Palawan, 
And Nara produces the most rice in Palawan. So they're the rice granary of Palawan, which is nice because rice is nice and I cannot imagine living without eating rice. So Nara was trying to get itself branded as an ecotourism area, which is fair because Nara is very pretty. It has a waterfall, Estrella Falls, it has beaches, its nature is very pretty. Now, somewhere in mid-July 2004, a 47-year-old farm laborer, farm worker, Eladio Baule's daughter, he was, she was getting married. And there aren't many details, but it's assumed that the wedding went generally smoothly. Everyone is happy, there's a lot of eating, a lot of dancing, and it's a wedding. So it's safe to assume there's a fair bit of alcohol. And everyone is a little bit tipsy. So we don't exactly know how the next part happens. So Eladio has this cousin and this cousin is central to the case. The cousin's name is Benji Gane and he was 25 so he was pretty young. So some sources say that Benji was dancing with the bride and some sources say that he was just like walking around. But what we do know is that at some point Benji's hand made contact with the bride's butt, with her bottom. Was it accidental? I think so, but was it intentional? I, I really doubt it. Unless Benji has some serious issues and he just really wanted to touch the bride's butt at her own wedding, but I don't think so. But one thing we can say is that the next part is not warranted. So if, if it was intentional, I think people would just kick him out of the wedding and if it wasn't then it would be a very apologetic awkward thing and everybody would be so sorry and just laugh it off and move on and i mean it also depends on the degree of the butt touch to determine how everyone else moves on but what we do know is that what happens next is not right and not what any normal person would do so the bride's dad, Ilario, he sees this and at first he doesn't do anything. So he simmers for two hours, he lets it ruin his entire night. And so he's getting riled up and he riles up his son, Gerald, who was just 21, okay? His cousin, Juni Buyot, and his nephew, Saptuari Piquet, who is also like 36. So they were all grown men and my opinion is that they really should have known better. But... I am I'm just assuming that Eladio is rallying everyone up and then they confront Benji and it's like a whole gang and we don't know how but I'm assuming violence and they get him into a motorized tricycle and then they drive him to a secluded part of the woods and if you've ever read anything about abductions you know that you should never let a kidnapper take you to another place but I'm guessing that Benji thought that this was okay because these are literally family members. Once they get to the secluded woods, they stab him to death and then they make a fire from coconut leaves and kerosene and this takes a while but I guess the other men, they thought they were just burning the body to get rid of it, right? But then suddenly, Ilario, the bride's dad, he cuts off a piece of the body, the cooked body, and he holds it to Juni, the cousin. Because remember the people there are Ilario, his son, his cousin, and a nephew. So he holds the cooked body part of their cousin, Benji, and he threatens him with a knife. If you don't eat this, I'm going to kill you too. Something like that. And so... Juni, he eats it, but he immediately throws up 
But this isn't enough for Ilario, who honestly sounds a bit wild at this point, and he threatens Juni again and forces him to eat it properly. And then the group, allegedly, they carve the meat from Benji and they throw the bones into a creek. And according to the main witness, the confessor, they served the calf meat to the guests. And it's mentioned that maybe they were so drunk, they didn't know what they were eating. And can you imagine finding out days later? So, like, honestly, I don't think I would know because I've also heard that human tastes like pork. So maybe everyone else thought that it was Lashawn, which is roasted pig, but who knows? So I think the other reason that Eladio was so confident is because everybody involved was family, right? But Juni, the same Juni that was forced to eat Benji, he's not into this and the guilt is staring him apart. A couple of days later, he reports it to the village leader who brings him to the police, which is great because I was really worried that this was going to be one of those cases where the village is so small and they try to bury it. So the other nephew surrenders and Eladio and his 21-year-old son Gerald, they were arrested. So Juni was the one who confessed, right? Though you can't just go around accusing people of murder and cannibalism. That's not right. So the police, on his confession, they go back to the forest where the body was burnt and they find the bones. They find Benji's bones covered in soot and ash like a fire. They also find some clothes and they find some hair. Now, when Eladio and his son are in jail... The media is trying to interview them, right? But instead, they deny. And they're like, we don't know anything. What's this? So that is the end of reporting. And we really couldn't find what else happened after that. Another thing I, I do feel like is that maybe there's more to this. Because I think it's very, it's very hard to rationally imagine that someone is killed and cannibalized for an ex for a group accidental or otherwise like punished yes but killed and cannibalized it feels like a lot so it feels like either a Eladio like was looking for a reason to to do this to someone or b maybe there's like more to it right but this is all just speculation you take it with a grain of salt and I guess we'll just never know. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Briefcase. This is a short one, but the first time I heard about this case, I was like, I thought about all the weddings that I attended last year. It is almost Chinese New Year, so wishing everybody many, many huats. And if you're not married yet, many, many ang paos. And I hope everyone has a good time and don't eat any human meat, accidental or otherwise, and stay safe and prosperous. As always, remember you can drop me a message or tag me at a briefcase podcast on Instagram. And you can also find me online at a briefcasepodcast.com. And do join us next week for another briefcase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.